Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to The Shock of Reality, the podcast devoted to discussing the topics and facts that everyone really cares about with no fear. Featuring your host, the voice of Seaport, DJ SAV. If you have any questions, comments, or suggestions, email us at theshockofreality at yahoo.com. That's D A S H O C K O F R E A L I T Y. All one word with no spaces. Topic list of this podcast. You can follow us on Instagram under the same heading. So now, let's get popping on the topic of the day. How you doing, everybody? This is DJ SAV. Uh, as you can tell, it's just me. Uh, unfortunately, my co-host, Mr. Alvin Small, uh, he has some personal family issues that he has to deal with. And uh, we still haven't heard back from Mr. Jason L. Rising. But, you know, this show is hopefully going to turn into something important. So I want to keep it going. First of all, let me apologize that we're not starting until March. We were starting in February. We we're working on some logistics, trying to make this a video podcast as well. We're still planning on bringing that to you, but we're working on it. Um, <clears throat> normally, these, these shows are sponsored, you know, like in the past, like by Raw Ingredients, The Realm of Relics, places of that nature. But today, this is a, this is a labor of love, I want to say. Um, the day's topic is teachers on the front line. And I wanted to do this because we talk about the medical profession and by no means do I try to minimize their dedication and their, uh, struggle on a daily basis during this pandemic. But we're, we're starting to forget some other folks, which are the people who are charged with educating our children in this trying time. Uh, in the beginning, I was a real big fan of the whole virtual learning thing, but as it's progressed, I've found out that some children are not suited for this. Some parents are not suited to uh, parent a child who's doing virtual learning because there's so many ways to uh, for lack of a better way, lie to us and saying that you, you're you done and to show us stuff. And uh, so we're left in the cold because nobody was educated completely on how this was supposed to go. And I think a lot of us parents had some unreal expectations, not only for our children, but for the folks who were put in charge of educating our kids during this pandemic. Um, during this part of the school year up until this point, my daughter had been up and down. She would do work and she would turn it in or not turn it in completely thinking she had turned it in. Uh, we have trouble with the internet, have trouble with communication with teachers, you know, a whole bunch of different things that would not have been an issue had she been, uh, in school. Um, she, uh, was supposed to go back to do hybrid learning, but because of a spike in, uh, COVID numbers, that was put on hold until about two weeks ago. 
Now, uh, before I go forward, what I want to do is I want to thank uh, a couple of people. That would be uh, my daughter's home teacher, Mr. Bell, and uh, Principal Hancock at uh, Myers Middle School in Savannah, Georgia. These gentlemen have been amazing to me and to my daughter. Um, I think that they went a little bit above and beyond because I, as a parent, didn't come in yelling and screaming at them. I didn't make it seem like my child was always right and they were always wrong. They knew that I was willing to come and listen because this is new territory for everybody. And as much as I love my child, as much as I would love to say, hey, my child is uh, an angel that I, we have to be realistic. Any way a child can get by with doing little or nothing or less than they have to, they're willing to do that. They're willing to take being average and just slide through it through the, uh, in the middle of the group as long as they get to where everybody else is going. And unfortunately, we as parents have become lazy and we've decided to uh, accept average or just barely passing because we don't challenge ourselves to be parents. We don't challenge ourselves to uh, do the job that we're supposed to do, which is raising, um, protecting, nurturing. And uh, so our, our kids are are falling on the wayside, and and that's not good. It it, re it really isn't. Um. So. Let me get to, back to what I was saying. Almost immediately, there was uh, a disconnect from school and schoolwork when this started. Um, my daughter's teacher, her homeroom teacher, slash science teacher, Mr. Bell, he reached out immediately. We uh, held conversations. We talked in depth about what was going on. Uh... You know, he picked up on a lot of things from my daughter virtually. And he said that, you know, he didn't want to see any of his children uh, fail. And what I loved about that statement was he said his children. He didn't say his students. He didn't say, you know, his charges. He said his children. It's almost like he was taking a fatherly stand <clears throat> when he was saying he was doing his job, you know, uh, I thought it was beautiful. I, uh, I had not seen something like that since I was in school. And the last time I was school in school was in the early nineties. You know, uh, I'm almost 50 years old. And to this day, I still remember a teacher from when I was 17, 18 by the name of Miss Nancy West. This woman was amazing. When I tell you I hate math, I hated math. Imagine a child and you're trying to feed them living onions. That's the way I felt about math. Miss West took the time, never made me feel stupid, and she gave me the ability to believe that I could accomplish great things. Now, that was a double-edged sword because I graduated from high school and I went into college and... I was stuck with a 
business math, I think it was, because I started out as a business major. So I went back to her. You know, I signed into my old alma mater. I walked in. She said, hey, how you doing? Yo, you know, we chomped it up for a little while about the passing, and I told her why I was there. Without missing a beat, she gestured for me to sit down. We uh, discussed what I was having a problem with. She went through numerous amounts of uh, uh, problems, different kinds of problems, showed me step by step, showed me what I would look for, what I should look for, and uh, I passed. Now here come the kick in the pants. Because she was so good at what she did, I decided that I wanted to take calculus as an elective. That was a, an adventure. I, uh, yeah, I passed it once again with her help. But every day I told her, like, this is your fault. I could have been taking an art class, but you read me up so good. Your teaching was so great that I decided that I wanted to uh, expand my horizons. I don't do that no more. Well, I'm not going to say that, but <laughs> when it comes to math, I don't do that anymore. And that's what I like about uh, Mr. Bell and, and, and Principal Hancock. Uh, they take the time. They call you back. Uh, even if it's their time off or their day off, if you send a message, they send it back. They're very diligent when it comes to gathering information. They listen to everything, every side. And ultimately, it's not about me. It's not about the, the other teachers. It's about my child, which I thought was amazing and fantastic. Um, it gives me a sense of uh, security. <clears throat> about my child's future, even in this, this troubled time. Um, I wish that I was a rich man. I would, uh, just because of what these teachers, these educators selflessly did for a child that was not their own, I would dedicate, I would donate so much to the school so that it would be even better. Um, I, I think that we give teachers an incredible amount of work with little to no tools at their disposal. I would love to see that they had all of the newest equipment and whatnot. I would love to see them have the money that they needed. It would be wonderful. But the fact that we get these summa cum laude kids, even in the face of not having the right equipment, not having the right information, teachers who spend their off time preparing their lesson plans so that they could possibly teach the next Albert Einstein or Mary Curie, it, it's just it's, it's wonderful to me. Now, with that being said, I also have to look on the other side of that coin. Um, and and I'm not bad mouthing any teachers, 
especially these younger, newer teachers, because they've never been in this situation before. You know, they're, they're, they're barely getting their feet wet. Um, but I think they have to realize that some concessions must be made in a time like this, you know, when these children are barely getting the one-on-one -on -one time or the FaceTime with teachers and whatnot, uh, they have to realize like, hey, we need to, we need to uh, soften our stance, but we don't need to soften our work ethic. You can have your expectations as if things were, were regular, but you need to temper them with the knowledge that this is an extraordinary um, situation that we're in. And you're not willing to, willing, not being willing to work may scare off a child that was already on the cusp of being a child that gets left behind. By taking that extra five minutes, you could probably convince the next president or man in charge of NASA that this is the path that they need to be on and they need to be willing to work hard. Um, I remember when I was in high school. I had a teacher. She was very crass. She was, um, it's almost like she felt like she had to be mean and negative for anything to uh, be accomplished. Even when we were being studious and asking questions, she was still mean and confrontational. Uh, so in turn, some of the children with behavior problems decided to act out. And that made it even harder for those of us who were actually trying to learn. Um, I've, I've, I've run into a lot of teachers like that over the years where they had this, um, persona that they presented when they were at school. Now, if you met them outside of school, they were a totally different person. And uh, I just don't think that that's the way to go. I think that if you got into teaching, it should be for your love of learning and educating and the love of children. Um, if not, you don't need to be in that profession. You can't be somebody that's just walking around with a uh, stack of detention slips or write-up referrals and uh, you expect these kids to respond the way you want or need them to. If anybody feels backed into a corner or persecuted, they're going to act out. They're going to give you the opposite of what you really want and need from them because they feel like there's nothing they can do to impress you or to show you what they're capable of. And, and, and 
you know, like I said, I I understand there's always going to be some people who are not going to want to put in the work, not going to want to be a success. They want to just, I think, uh, Marshawn Lynch said it best. I'm just here so I don't get fined. And I think that's the reason why a lot of these kids are in school today. They 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 don't have the push from those that people at home and the people who are in charge of their education that they used to get when I was younger that pushes them to excel and to be excellent. Um I remember when I was a student, there was a certain way that I studied and I learned and I retained information. Now, I don't think that it's good for everybody. My whole thing was I had to have it fixed in my mind that no matter what I was going to do, I was going to fail. I had to have myself in panic mode or else the information I would read and study would go in one ear and out the other that I would read it on off of a page, and then as soon as I closed that book, the information was gone. That's the way I had, I, I groomed myself. And now that I look back on it, it, it wasn't a healthy way to do things, but it was the way that was comfortable enough for me, for me to be a success. Uh, I, I think a lot of teachers today, you know, and, I, and once again, I mean no disrespect, I think a lot of teachers they are just there for a paycheck. They're there to uh, clock in, read what's on the syllabus, pass out what's on the pass out, set a timer. Timer goes off, they take it up, they grade it, they file it away. There are very few teachers that you can go to and say something to them, and they'll be like, oh, no, I know this kid. This kid is blase, blah. And blah, blah, blah. You know, it's 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 hard to uh, to to find that these days. I know a lot of teachers who knew every one of their students, and then I'm talking about not like elementary school where they got the one class. I'm talking about like middle school uh, and so on and so forth. So you know, it is possible. You just have to decide. Is this about a paycheck or is this about accomplishing something that's going to ensure the future? You know, that's what we have to ask ourselves. It's like, okay, hey, I can take this test, I can pass it, and I can move on. Or I can just look at this test because I'm, I'm not going to mount another, and I'm not going to make it. And then what do we do is what we have to ask ourselves. What is it that we will decide to do? Will we work hard? Will we be diligent? Would we be respectful and, and grateful to the people who have taken on the mantle of educator to make sure that we are the next intelligent individual to do the things that need to be done? Uh, Another thing is, I think, folks, that we're giving our children too much leeway uh, verbally 
And what I mean is, I remember when I was a child, a parent said, do something. It was, yes, ma'am, no, ma'am, yes, sir, no, sir. And now, you know, kids can be like, why? And I'm doing something. I'll do it later, and there's no repercussions. I'm not telling you to beat the hell out of your child. I'm not even telling you to put your hands on the child. But the child needs to know the limitations of the freedom that they have. That at the end of the day, if you are their parent, then they need to realize that that parent is law. Um, I see so many kids, you know, laughing and screaming out of buses and car windows, and they don't care. Uh, I saw a young lady who was riding the bus from school, and she was pregnant. And I guess all these other kids decided because they're in pandemic lockdown and ain't nothing they can really do, they're going to be loud and obstinate. You know, they were bumping into this young lady. She could have lost her baby. She could have hurt herself. And it's like, because these kids got in their mind that they could do anything, they're they're not uh, digesting what they need to for things to be better. But yeah, that's that's a uh, that's it in a nutshell. You know, I, I wanted to. I had a lot of different topics that I was talking about doing for this show, but the more that I. Uh, talk to these educators the more I wanted the world to know who they were and what they'd done and the more I wanted the world to be like okay I've I've got to uh, I've got to listen to this and I've got to do what needs to be done every child at some point in their educating education journey should have a Mr. Bell or a Mr. Hancock. They, they really should. Or they should have a teacher like my teacher from Savannah High, Miss West. They should have these folks because you know that they come in on a daily basis because they love what they do. They really do. You know, it's not about the money because I, I hear that you know, people don't really make the money needed. So, we've just got to, we've got to do better. We've got to make sure that we understand the position we as parents and educators are in, you know, I just uh I just think it's it's a wonderful thing, an extremely wonderful thing to want to get up and make sure that the kids are important. We can't let them fall by the wayside. We can't. We've already lost too many kids. Another thing, uh, folks, 
I'm hearing on a daily basis more gunshot wounds, more people dead, more people stole from this store, more people stole from that store. And all the time while this is happening, we're posted up on corners selling drugs and whatnot. What's wrong with us? I mean, can we really can we really let life be this way? I I just it's 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 I I have no words for it. You know, every year that I was in school, I had a teacher that taught me a lesson. Okay. Kindergarten, I was at uh, Savannah High. You know, some of the teacher girls were, uh, I don't even know how to put it. Uh, my teacher thought that it would be fun for us to have a fake wedding. So we had... Uh, we had these uh, we had these epic adventures where it was magical. We were able to do things that we had never been able to do before, and uh, the the journey was so great. I I I loved it. It was just totally amazing what we were able to do and accomplish in such a short period of time. It kind of makes me miss school. Another thing that I like about uh, another thing I, I like about this was we were able to grow and evolve Okay, folks, this is a this is a subject that is near and dear to my heart. I um I really want us all to do better, not just the teachers, not just the parents, not just the children. All of us, we need to do better. I love learning new things. I love regurgitating the knowledge that I've spent. <sighs> I, I, I sit here and, and, and I think, I, I contemplate and I wonder what's going to happen next what is going to be the next move for not only us as parents with children whom we've been charged to love protect and help to mature folks i have an email set up it's the shock of reality at yahoo.com D-A-S-H-O-C-K-O-F-R-E-A-L-I-T-Y 
at yahoo.com. Tax Paddle is, uh, I mean, it's tag it as the podcast. Look it up. It'll be wonderful to hear your ideas, questions, whatever you want to uh, get into. We'd love to to have the opportunity to converse. You might even bring some people on the show. Like I said, this is about fun. This is about uh, this is about people being informed. I sit here and I and I try to think about the things that need to be said. But it can't just be me. It can't just be another parent. It's got to be the folks who are in charge of teaching and grooming. They have to be involved too because they are a big part of what's going on. You know, uh, how many people remembering studying a little bit every day at school, after school, homework, and then like a couple of days before you got to take a test or whatever, you go right into attack mode. I've got to study. I've got to know this. This is this. You know, it is what it is. So, what teacher was it that made you enjoy going to school? What teacher was the biggest help? Uh, I will tell you a story, a couple of stories, actually. My first experience like that was when I... um, I just, ladies and gentlemen, have you ever just been at a loss for words while trying to expound upon your feelings and your beliefs on a subject that affects everyone, white, black, brown, yellow, pink, blue, et cetera, et cetera? I just, I, I think that there has to be more. There should be more. Um, we should expect more. Not the teachers expecting for the children, but ourselves. We need to be willing to forego that 30 minutes of pleasure if it's going to turn into an hour of pain getting ready. So it's not something that I would have to worry about anymore. Uh, you know, I didn't think that after this long hiatus, that it would be uh, as hard as it is to to try to get this point across. You know, I'm I'm almost near to the point where I want to, like, just do something crazy to open somebody's eyes for them to realize what's what. I, I I love learning new things. Sometimes I blow it off, but then I realize no, 
That's not what you said. You have to be true to wanting what you want and diligent when people challenge your talent and your ability. You don't have to make somebody feel stupid. You don't have to do a lot of things. It is amazing how education can turn the light on in everybody's home. I sit here, and as I do this podcast, I close my eyes and I turn my face skyward. And even through the dead of night, I still see the stars. So, so amazing. Even in a time of pandemic, my life is amazing. I may not get to do all the things that I used to do because of this extraordinary situation, but my, my word, God is my witness. Slow and steady wins the race. Things will get better. They've got to get better. You know, ladies and gentlemen, as I sit here thinking, I just want to give a few bullet points, and then I'm going to end this podcast. Thank you, Mr. Bell and Principal Hancock, for being the type of individuals you are, not only for my children, but for me. Ladies and gentlemen, I got my, uh, I got my degree and my diplomas over a decade ago. Uh, it is just uh, amazing to me. Yes, even even it's just so wow. I uh, I want you guys to call in and tell me what you think. I want you to text me, tweet me, whatever. You know, you can find it on Facebook. Uh, VR Gamer 1974. I am going to return triumphant one day. But it's all good. I want to take this time to thank you all for listening to me rant and rave my first show back. I'm a little rusty, so it's like you're trying not to nod off because you know how important this is, although you also know if you're not rested, you're no help to nobody. It's quite, quite all right. We can't celebrate everybody with everything. I just sit here and and listen to the quiet of the room I'm in and think about things. But I know that I have to move forward. Ladies and gentlemen, once again, I want to thank 
the people, the, this show is about the educators, the ones who, even with families their own, are putting themselves at risk to make sure that everything works. So, think about it when you get ready to yell at your teachers about something that your kid did or didn't do. Investigate. Give them the give them the benefit of the doubt before you go on a wild goose chase. It's worth it in the end. It really is. Well, folks, it looks like we are just about out of time. We uh, have presented you with the truth and the documented facts. So now it's up to you to decide what to do with them. Remember, new shows posted every Monday by 8.30 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Don't forget to send your comments to us by email to theshockofreality at yahoo.com. That's D-A-S-H-O-C-K-O-F-R-E-A-L-I. T-Y, all one word with no spaces, subject podcast. Also follow us on Instagram under the same heading. Podcasts are available on Anchor FM as well as Spotify. Just search the name of the show. This has been your host, DJ SAV. Shouts out to Alvin Smalls, Jason L. Rising. To all the educators, both near and far, thank you. We will pray for you that you continue to be healthy and strong. And like I said, if anything you don't agree with, all you have to do is prove me wrong. God bless. Please continue to fight. The struggle is real.